Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. For over two decades, Rabino and Langwell Partners have been helping the people of Boston plan for retirement. And now, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. And hello again. Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Here with Sam Lang, Ryan Marston, and John Conley, the team at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. And each week we bring one of the guys in to get their unique viewpoint on what's going on, not only in the financial world, but what they're seeing when people come into the office. People like you are sitting down and saying, okay, it's time to have a serious talk about how the retirement thing is going to work. And I need some, some nuts and bolts here. I need some pencil to paper. I need to know some math on how this is going to work. And that's really what this show is about. John Conley is here today. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Randy. How are you? I'm good. What's the most you've had to pay at the gas pump to fill up your car? How, what, what is the terrible number that we're dealing with right now? I believe it was like 487. Okay. <laughs> and I drive a Chevy Tahoe, so it's pretty big. So, you know, it's, it, you feel the pain. Everyone's feeling the pain yep. at the pumps. And everywhere. You, if a Sunoco tanker disappears from the highway and ends <laughs> up in my backyard, I know nothing about it. Okay, folks? <laughs> it's just, it feels that way now, you know? Oh, yeah, my, my daughter, who's 17, she's driving, and she's starting to realize what inflation is. Mm -hmm. So it's been a good little education for the younger ones as well. Well, we'll have to see how long this lasts, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about as we start today. Markets right now are up and down. We saw eight weeks' worth of down markets. I mean, that really hasn't happened since the Depression, where eight continuous weeks we had down weeks. Then we got a little bump, and everybody was wondering, okay, we're out of it. Well, maybe not. Uh, John, you and I have talked in the past about something called the VIX. And that's what they refer to as the fear index. It's kind of a measurement. It's almost, you think like a meter. And as the volatility in the market goes up and the market goes down, the VIX goes up. So like in 2008, the VIX was at 82. Okay, that's very, very high. It's usually in the teens. So in the most volatile times, it goes way up. Well, right now, it really hasn't gone up. So I've got a guy here from CNBC. His name is Jonathan Krinsky. And he's trying to tell us that, you know, the reason it's not up yet is because we are just getting started with all of this. We got a lot of questions on, you know, why is the VIX unable to get above 35 or even touch 40? In 2000, it took 18 months and the event shock of 9-11 before the VIX finally hit 40. In 2008, it took 11 months and it took Lehman Brothers to finally have the VIX hit 40. And so we're five months into this on the S&P 500. But ultimately, we don't think this this downtrend is over. Yeah. So if you think that we're out of this and we've hit the bottom, it's probably not true, is it, John? Uh, not necessarily true. Like when you look at it, where are we? That's probably one of the bigger questions we get today is, um, you know, where do you think where we are? Are we at the bottom? Are we near the bottom? So when you look at the VIX index, yeah, it's not as high as most people think it would be. And I look at that as a positive. I mm -hmm. look at it as, uh, hey, where are we as an economy? So we went back and you look and, you know, you're seeing some volatility. You're seeing the pullbacks and double-digit intra-year pullbacks. So since 1980, we have seen 24 intra-year pullbacks of double digits. Mm -hmm. So 10% or more. So it's fairly common and fairly frequent that we do see these double-digit pullbacks within a year. So every time that happens, you start to feel like 
this one is worse than the last one. And you just have to remind yourself that this is what happens inside the markets. And this is why it's important to build a portfolio that is durable during these times and to make sure that your portfolio can withstand the volatility and so forth. So this is the price of admission. If you want to have some money in the market, the market's going to go up, the market's going to go down, and we may have some extended periods of time that are down. Uh, the idea, though, that the Fed still is going to raise interest rates, they're still going to pull back the support that they've been giving us over all of these years. There's still recession talk all the time, even, you know, even more than that stagflation. They're throwing all these words out there. Yeah. So for somebody who is, you know, listens to our show because they're getting close to retirement and they're saying, I just saved for 30 or 40 years here. I don't want to lose a bunch right before my retirement years. What's the conversation look like in the conference room? That anxiety that people have and that fear of, hey, I'm coming down the home stretch and my portfolio is, is struggling a bit right now. Don't make long-term decisions based on something that's happening in that short term, right? Mm -hmm. And when we look at the, the U.S. equities right now, every category inside the U.S. equities is trading below the fair value. So what that means to you is that the fundamentals are in the long-term investor's favor here. So everything has been kind of sold down to the point where it's cheap or on sale. And what happens is things have sold and shifted so far over that now there's value out there. You might have to be patient to see that value come through. But the fundamentals are telling us that the long-term investor is going to be in a pretty good position to see this, the benefit of this value that we're seeing out there. So I looked up some stats, and the average bear market, which means the market falls by 20% and stays there, lasts about nine months. But if there's a recession connected to it, it could go two years. So, you know, that's a long time to be dealing with down markets. However, I also was listening to Sam Stovall, who's a great uh, market historian, and he says once we go through this, the other side of it is very, very positive, which is basically what you're saying is that right after that, we're up 5%, we're up 10%, it recovers, and, and we can get through it, and you can recover some of your money. So as you say, don't make rash decisions on where you put your money, but this, at the same time, we still want to protect some of this money and not go down as much as the market. Exactly. You're not going to sit there and not make any changes or rebalance your portfolio or try to find some value or play a little bit of defense in the portfolio. You obviously have to be uh, actively managing the portfolio. But right now, I would say the markets aren't really driven on fundamentals. They're driven by geopolitical events, mm -hmm. monetary policies, liquidity policies, rising interest rates. So there are a lot of different moving factors inside here. And Listen, everyone's concerned about where is the bottom, but we feel that there's a lot to be optimistic about and that there is some light at the end of the tunnel coming soon, hopefully. So what do we do then? As we say, you know, pull back some of that risk. And, and over the years, that has meant put more money in bonds. Well, with the interest rates going up, bonds tend to suffer as well. And I've got some quotes here from Warren Buffett about bonds. And he said, today's bond portfolios are in effect wasting assets. Right now, bonds should come with a warning label. The assumption that bonds are a worthy risk damper for long-term investors is a terrible mistake. So Warren has always been all about stocks, but he is certainly warning people about bonds right now. 
Yeah, bonds went through a very you know, difficult time in the early part of this year, and they and they still are, but they're starting to recover a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, so everyone would look at bonds as a, a place for safety, so to say. They're less volatile than equities and so forth, but here we are, and they're just as volatile. So we went back, and I looked at the last 25 worst one-year bond returns. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the worst 25 one-year returns. And when you average all those 25 worst returns, the negative was 11.3 when you averaged them out. On April 2022, the one-year bond return is a negative 10.4. Wow. So you would say, hey, we're pretty much kind of on that average of that negative return mm -hmm. over the last 25 worst one-year returns. Mm -hmm. So then what we did is we looked and said, hey, what, what does the following year look like mm -hmm. for those 25 worse? And they were up on average 15.5. There you go. So where does that bring us next year? No one knows. But once again, we're kind of looking at this in an optimistic point view that it's not maybe the time to be running completely from bonds. Bonds have already gone through their, their tough times. There's going to be light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully, and that patience is going to be key here, but also making sure we just don't ignore things and, and make adjustments in the portfolio. Maybe shorter-term bonds uh, versus long-term bonds, mm -hmm. high-yield bonds. So you want to take a review of the bonds that you have, but I wouldn't say bonds are to get out of it right now because the historical data tells us that they got some good returns, possibly. So what I hear you saying is as interest rates go up, more new bonds will be issued at higher rates. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing. But if you've got a whole portfolio full of bonds right now, you're going to have to sell them to get the new ones, and you do that at a loss. So that, that hurts you right now if you've got a lot of bond portfolios. So these are things to sit down and discuss with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. If this market makes you nervous and you're close to retirement and you say, hey, if we're in for a year or 18 months of this, I don't want to lose a bunch of money. Nobody likes to lose money. Let's sit down and talk about protection of your assets. Are there places that we can shift your money so that you can kind of get out of the way of whatever's going to happen in the next six to nine months or 10 or year or 18 months, whatever, however long this lasts? Is there a place so you can kind of set yourself aside and not experience some of the losses that we've seen in the market? That is a great conversation. Let's preserve your money, but let's not give up growth on your money. That's the beginning of a 365 retirement plan. Those are the kind of questions that you can sit down and ask Sam and Ryan and John at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Give us a call or go to our website. Here's our number, 617-440-9365. We do these at no charge. We'll sit down with you and do this plan for you at no charge. You can also start at our website, which is real easy, 365retirement.com. All right, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back. We just talked about you who is getting ready for retirement and some of the concerns you might have. But what if you're in retirement right now and you're looking at these things happening? Let's talk about that. Coming up next on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Are you worried about retirement? Well, you're not alone and there is help. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. 
If you're ready to take the next step, call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. John Conley is here with us today, and we're talking through some of the market news and some of the concerns that we all have. And boy, we have a lot of concerns. You take a look at your 401k, and you're certainly probably down. And then you start to take a look at what you have to pay now for groceries and for gas, and it's cutting into your uh, your savings. It's cutting into your monthly budget. These are all real concerns. But John, if you are in retirement, I mean, Right now, I am probably five years, seven years from retirement. I'm still working, so I can just shift assets around. If I have to pay $100 for a tank of gas, then I just don't do something else. When you're in retirement, that gets to be hard. You, you can't really do that, you know. Can you put it on a credit card? That's not a good idea, and a lot of people are doing that right now. So if this is happening now, it's probably going to happen 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now or more. You're going to be in retirement. We're going to have a couple of these events what do we do? Because you might be on what they call that fixed income. And where does the money come from? Yeah, like you just mentioned, you're five to seven years from retirement, you're working, you have income. So you're feeling the inflation, maybe not as much as someone who has retired and is living on a fixed stream of income. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, that fixed income might be very tight where they need to withdraw more from their investments to make ends meet, so to say. So that individual is probably feeling that that pinch more than the person who's still working. But like you said, you do adjust, right? You start to say, hey, do I really need to do this? Or mm-hmm. is there ways that we can save? And, you know, listen, I mentioned earlier, I have a 17-year-old daughter who's driving and all of a sudden she's starting to realize like, well, me driving around town on a Friday night with my friends isn't really worth the $25 I just spent in the gas tank. Right. So we look, we all find ways to do things differently, right? Maybe buy things in bulk and so forth, but it all comes down to your retirement planning of where's your income going to come from? What does your retirement plan look like? And even in normal times, anyone who's planning for retirement is already concerned about running out of money in their retirement. So when you add on higher prices and so forth, that only builds upon that that anxiety. Then when you look at where inflation is eating away at your pension checks or your Social Security, your retirement accounts, you're starting to really feel that pinch. So it comes down to really designing a retirement plan, understanding where your income is going to come from, build that inflation into it, but then adjust it. If you're taking money from your retirements and it's not making or meeting your needs, you have to adjust that plan to make sure that you have enough income coming in. Now, you've used the term in the past, you need your money to work harder. And so sometimes you, you've said that somebody will come in and they'll find I'm a little bit behind here uh, in order to sustain the needs that I have in retirement. I need my money to work a little harder right now for the next five years. So they take on more risk. Yeah. And that can be a trap as well. Somebody says, I need more money, so I have to roll the dice a little bit. I have to take on more risk. And that could backfire on you, too. Yeah, I saw a person the other day, first time we sat down and individual was they thought they were in a not in a great situation they felt like they haven't saved enough or that they were kind of behind the eight ball and when we really got into it 
they did a pretty good job of saving, but the way they were saving was very, very aggressive. And what, what happened was because they felt like they were behind the eight ball, they were taking on more risk than they should have. Mm-hmm. And obviously with COVID, he took a big hit. Then you turn around this year. That portfolio suffered higher losses than what the market was given, right? And because they were already on such a tight space, they put themselves even further into a hole because they had to take on that added risk versus a calculated risk, right? Hey, let's think about the appropriate risk tolerance. Let's look at things from a different perspective. And we had to adjust some things, and the individual might have to work a year or two longer than they were expecting, but with maybe some positive market returns moving forward, hopefully that can be adjusted in their benefit. But you don't want to take on too much risk to make up for some years of not saving properly. So over a 25-year retirement or maybe even a 30-year retirement, you know, prices are going to go up. I mean, just in the last year. I mean, last year I was paying $200 a month for gas. I fill up once a week. But if gas continues to go up, I could see it. I'm, I'm going to be paying $600 a month for gas. Yeah. How do you do that without an adjustment? And when you're in retirement, how do you deal with that? And then you say, okay, I can't go on that trip that I wanted to go on because of that. And I, I, we don't want that for you in retirement. So it all really comes down to an income plan. I mean, John, when you build income in retirement, it has to be not just income. It has to be increasing income over the years. You've got to sit down and say, okay, this year you need 6,000, but next year you're going to need 65, and then you're going to need 7,000, and that's got to continue to go up in your retirement. Yeah, so we when we do a financial plan, part of that plan inside there is the cash flow analysis, so to say, and it's showing you, hey, this is how much money you have today. This is a your income that you're bringing in, whether if you're working or you have a pension. And this is what you need to live on. This is what you need as a net number to live your life. And based on some returns, taxes, inflation, we show them like a hypothetical cash flow mm-hmm. throughout the years. And one chart or one column that always gets everyone's attention is like, well, I needed $60,000 this year. I can understand that. But what does this 65000 mean? And that's the inflation. And you, you go 10 years out, all of a sudden they realize like, wow, that's 65000 That's much higher now. I didn't realize it was going to be that much. Yeah. And you're like, well, that, and that's at a 3% inflation. We built in a 3%. Obviously, inflation today is higher. It's not going to be that way for a long time. But you want to make sure that you build in that inflation And I've always said inflation is like that carbon monoxide, right? You can't taste it. You can't smell it. Mm. And all of a sudden, when you look at it, that's really eaten away at your savings Mm -hmm. and your investments Mm -hmm. because your money has to work harder. We haven't even talked about taxes. Right. Right. Taxes are probably going to go up. And now your money has to work even harder because of taxes and because of inflation. And so this is where I think people get a false sense of confidence Maybe they've saved $2 million for retirement or a million and a half, and they feel, well, that should be enough because they, they divide it out by 20 or 25 years, and they say, well, that gives me sixty, seventy-five thousand $75,000 a year. I should be just fine. But then prices go up like they have this year. We have this anomaly, and maybe it doesn't last a long time, but you know, what do you do in the meantime when all of a sudden groceries go up another $100 a week and gas goes up $100 a week, and all of a sudden that money that you had thought was going to work in the math that you used 
all of a sudden doesn't work. And that's why I think it's vitally important, John, to sit down and do the math in the way that you're talking about at the conference table and build a plan like that. Yeah, I think it's crucial. I think right now is a very difficult time, right? So you should sit down with someone, get good financial advice. And at this point in time, good financial advice is critical uh, to understand where do you stand. Sit down with someone, let them learn who you are, what it is that you're trying to accomplish with your money. Where do you want to get to and come up with a tailored-made financial plan that is designed for you, your unique circumstances, so that you have time like right now if you're in that retirement red zone five years before retirement or within the first five years you can make some meaningful changes that could have a real impact down the road so i i would highly suggest anyone especially during this time to seek out advice so sam likes to say on the show when he's here this is not your father's retirement and i mean has anybody ever come into the to the office and say you know this was easy for my dad because he had a pension and he had social security and he had his savings and he seems set and it's very different now isn't it yeah i remember when rich rubino the one of the original partners here when he would do the radio show, we would always talk, and we always talked about the three-legged stool. And the three-legged stool was a pension, Social Security, and then your investments made up the difference, right? So now pensions almost are a thing of the past. Mm -hmm. And Social Security also is really carrying people's retirement. So you have Social Security, and then your investments have to make up the difference, right? So if you have a pension, that is, like, worth its weight in gold. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, Social Security and your investments are carrying you. Then you hear about Social Security. The trust fund's going to run out of money in 2033. All of a sudden, you're expecting a 20% pay cut coming from Social Security. How do you adjust for that? How do you plan for that? So you have to make sure that it's built into the plan so that if it does happen, let's hope it doesn't happen and they come up with a solution, but if it does happen, you've planned for it. You have a projected 20% loss in Social Security come 2033. Now, if it doesn't, great. We had it built in there. Now there's just extra fat built into it. But you have to prepare. You can't get there and then decide, hey, now what do I do? The math that everybody does on their retirement is here's how much I saved. I'll divide it up by 20 years or 25 years, and that's what I've got. Hopefully, Social Security will be there. Hopefully, my money will grow. Hopefully, the, my, the market will be good to me. That's a lot of hope in there, folks. <laughs> it's a lot of hope. Let's, instead of the hope, let's put the math with it, and let's build you an income plan that has rising income in retirement for times like this. I want you to imagine, you might not be ready for retirement right now, but I want you to imagine you're in retirement right now and all of a sudden gas prices went up like they have. All of a sudden groceries went up like they have. All of a sudden everything has gone up and you don't have the income to deal with it. Why don't we sit down and build you an income plan that has rising income in your retirement years? That's just the beginning of the 365 retirement plan. Let's build it for you. Let's do it for you at no charge. And let's get going on it as soon as possible. Give us a call and let's get a date on a calendar. 617-440-9365. Again, 617-440-9365. Or online, it's 365retirement.com. As you scroll down the page there, a window will open up, says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that. A calendar opens up. You can even schedule it right there. This is just a meeting to say, how can we help at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners? Give us a look, 365retirement.com. We'll be right back. 
We hope you're enjoying the retirement conversation. If you're ready to take the next step, call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Hello again and welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Online, of course, you can find us at uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Just look up 365 Retirement Radio Show and we'll be right there for you on your time. It's always right there for you online anytime that you are ready. John Conley is with us today from Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And John and I have been uh, comparing war stories about filling up our gas tanks here. (laughs) (laughs) And I I have some friends in Chicago and it's above $5 a gallon in Chicago. And and the guy that I'm talking to had to put premium gas in his car. It was $160 to fill up his tank. I just, oh my gosh. You know, is that where we're headed? Oh, my gosh. Somebody told me that they're they're thinking $10 a gallon gas. And what kind of a, a, a world we live in or what kind of adjustments are we all going to have to make if it goes to $10 a gallon, John? Wow. I was, I was telling my wife the other day because we got the kids. They all play sports and summer lacrosse and everything. We were just kind of double checking our calendars and making sure we, we have coverage for everything. And my kids are going down to Delaware, Pennsylvania, Lake George. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I'm sitting there. Normally, I'd just be, hey, let's pack the car. Let's go. And uh-huh. now I'm like, oh, my, this is going to cost some real dough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it used to just be fill it up, we'll go. And now it's like it's a, an added expense that you didn't consider before. Yeah, it used to just be the, the hotel room and how much it cost to feed all those kids. Now it's the gas prices as well. So exactly. there's a lot to consider right now, and we're all dealing with it. And the question is, is how are you going to deal with it if you were in retirement and this were to happen right now? So that's kind of one of the things that we'll talk about here today. I found an interesting thing in the New York Times, and I'm not a real – you know, reader all of the time of the New York Times, but there's a guy who's leaving the advice column, the financial advice column. His name is Paul Sullivan, and he has written Wealth Matters for 13 years and been giving financial advice. So somebody asked him, what do you think is the best financial advice? After 13 years of writing this column, what would you say to people is the best piece of financial advice? And he said, I find that people who are wealthy have financial plans. Many people who are not wealthy do not have a financial plan. So that's really the difference and sitting down with somebody and building a plan for your life and your finances. And and that's really what we talk about every single show, John, is it's time to sit down and put it down on paper, isn't it? It is. When you have a financial plan, you know, it, it gives you like a, a map to follow, so to say. And when you have a plan, there's really not that often that where there's like surprises, right? Um, you, you've planned for it. We, we've mapped it out. There are adjustments that need to be made. But when you have a plan, it gives you the discipline, I would say, to not have like a knee-jerk reaction during volatile times mm-hmm. and to stand fast, like in those difficult times, like, hey, this is what we have. Your portfolio is really designed to withstand or be durable during these times of difficulty. Obviously, we'll make the necessary adjustments to it, but it's not going to be a sweeping change across all aspects of the portfolio. But when you understand, hey, I have a plan in place 
This is what's happening. This is why my portfolio is behaving the way it is. This is where I'm going to get my income from. This is how much we have in cash to provide that income for how long. It gives you a little bit of discipline during those difficult times so you don't make that knee-jerk reaction. When I think about, you know, the Boy Scouts, what's their motto? Be prepared. You know, in in the military, I mean, if you read any book uh, of a Navy SEAL or special ops or any military, I mean, what is the the purpose of training? It's being prepared. It's getting you ready for every scenario that you could possibly encounter, weather and and anything that the enemy would bring at you. I mean, in a way, you've got to prepare the same way for your retirement, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I was in the Marine Corps. It was always attention to details, Mm -hmm. right? Small or large. So we want to make sure we, we pay attention to the detail and that you have a plan that's really designed for you, not not a cookie cutter plan that you can get from other advisors that they just make sweeping changes across the board for everybody, but it's really designed for you and your circumstance. And good, like I said it earlier, good financial advice during this economic climate is critical for you and your future. So this show has been on the radio for 30 years with Sam, and and you've been a part of it for quite a few years. And somebody may say, okay, it's time. I've been listening to you guys for years, and I'm now 62 years old. And I I think it's really time for me to sit down and do some math here. Tell me what happens when somebody calls the show or they go to the website and they schedule an appointment. What does the first one look like? How much time do people have to put to this? What papers need to come into the office? Tell me what it looks like. Yeah, we want to get to know who you are as an individual. What is it that you've been doing? And try to give you an insight of where do you stand today. So we'll try to get as much information about your situation as possible. We want to know, you know, what is it that, how do you envision your retirement years? What type of legacy are you maybe looking to leave to the next generation? Um, What are the dreams, your aspirations? How do you envision living your retirement life? And then from there, we want to get an idea of how have you been saving? How much do you need for income? Pensions, Social Security, where is all the income going to come from? Then from there, we do a very thorough analysis of everything you have and come back and educate you on, hey, this is your investments. This is what's good about what you're doing. This is maybe what's weak. This is where you might have some blinders on or some blind spots that you haven't thought about. These are some tweaks that you need to make to your portfolio that will have a meaningful impact on your future financial success. That is a process that, you know, you have to commit the time to it. And it might take three or four appointments to go through the whole process to get all your questions answered, to fully understand the aspect of your portfolio. But you should take that, invest that time to make sure that the next 30 to 40 years are going to be financially successful. So what does your retirement look like to you? What have you done to get ready? And an evaluation of your holdings, good and bad, and then implementation of if we can build a 365 retirement plan for you and say, we can take this and we can build it into this to fill the things that you need to put the money behind what you want to do. And then so we've got it down on paper now. And people probably go, okay, I feel good about that. But then something like this happens. Now we get thrown a curveball and all of a sudden taxes go up or gas goes up, inflation goes up, and we go through some of these economic times. Now we have to adjust. And that's where I think it's really important to have that financial advisor, that financial professional in your life. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Everything's going up. You just said gas is going up. Prices are going up. Everything's going up. Inflation. But the one thing that's really getting hurt right now is your retirement accounts. Mm -hmm. 
So cost of everything's going up, but your your wealth is actually going down. So you're kind of getting hit on both ends. So you have to make adjustments. A lot of people who are 59 and a half who are still working might not even be aware that they have what they call the in-service distribution inside their 401k. Um, so you should look check with your employer, see if you have an in-service distribution where you could roll that to an IRA that's outside of the company plan and invest in that you have much more choices, not just what the company's offering you. So bottom line, you probably have options and resources that you never really thought that you have. And have you gone through a process like that? What does retirement look like to you? Dream big. What uh, have you done to save for retirement? What are all those assets there, as John says? And then let's evaluate that. The good, the bad, the ugly. Let's figure out and put a purpose to what you've done. You've saved for 20, 30, 40 years. Let's put purpose to it and power the things that you want to do with the money that you need to build that retirement that you want. That seems like a good exercise, and we'll do that for you at no charge at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. We'll sit down, have that meeting, and we'll build that plan for you. Give us a call, 617-440-9365, 617-440-9365, or go to our website, use that, it's real easy, 365retirement.com. You can just put that in there and scroll down, learn more about Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, and as you scroll around, a window pops up, says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? And as you click on that, we'll ask you to put a little information in there, and our team will reach out to you, and we'll get a date on a calendar. Let's sit down and have this important conversation and build that retirement that you've always wanted. 365retirement.com. So one of the concerns that you might have is the fact that you might live a long time. You know, it used to be that I, I'm scared that I'm going to save all this money and then I'm going to die at age 65 and I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. Now the other fear is I've saved all this money. I'm going to live to 95 and I'm going to run out of money. Well, that's a real fear. And this is Ken Dykewald. And he talks about and studies the aging process and how many people right now are getting into retirement. And it's an amazing number. Two thirds of all the people who've ever lived past 65 in the entire history of the world are alive today. So we like to think that what's new is a new app, a new tech thing, a new post on TikTok. But honestly, the most extraordinary new thing going on in the world right now is a whole new era, a whole new posse of older people who are not like our grandmas and grandpas and theirs before them. A whole new posse of older people. I'm raising my hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he said that. But it's true. I mean, if uh, I mean, some of the, the numbers that we see, if you you and your spouse have lived to age 65, there's a very good chance you're going to make it to 90. And, you know, thinking about that, our money has to work harder for us now than it ever has before because it has to work longer for us, John. And that takes some strategy, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, you could have more years in retirement than you actually did working. Wow. Um, so, th you know, that's a complete <laughs> flip, right? Yeah. So when we do our financial plan, it's, it's funny because we'll sit down with our, our clients and go to the plan and we show them, hey, this is your age today. This is what you're, we're going to run this plan out to age 95. And they always say, oh, I'm never going to make it to age 95. And we show them that between 65 and 95, this is what you spend a year, and this is what you're going to spend in your lifetime if you live that long. Give them an, an indication of after-tax dollars that they need in today's dollars and in future dollars with inflation. And it's interesting because we always want to make sure, because some people say, well, I'll never make it to age 95. 
But we don't want a plan that you pass away at age 85 mm -hmm. and then you live to 95 and then you didn't plan accordingly. So, yeah, people are living longer. That's great news. But it's also the bad news, right? People are way healthier today than they've ever been. So they're living longer. So that means your money has to work harder and longer than ever before. And it's, it's crucial that we sit down and map out something that's going to last you to age 95 and beyond. So you can't just cloister yourself financially and say, I'm going to CDs, I'm going to put money in the bank, and I'm not going to have any part of that market up and down. That's not the answer either because cash is not going to get you the growth that you need for a 30- or 40-year retirement. Interest rates are rising, correct? So you sit there, you turn around, and you can't just put your money in cash um, because inflation is going to erode that over time. Then when you look at Social Security benefits, will take a hit in 2033, 20% loss of potential benefits. You have to plan for these things, and your money has to work harder. Taxes are going to erode it as well. Taxes probably will be a number one expense in your retirement years moving forward. And people fail to really calculate that and take that into consideration when they're kind of doing it on their own. They just look at the big number. Hey, I saved a million dollars. I need 50 grand a year. Uh, my money just needs to make 5%. And all of a sudden, they didn't take taxes into consideration. Mm -hmm. They didn't take inflation in, into consideration. You're listening to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with John Conley of Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. There is so much to think about when it gets into retirement. I mean, what we deal with is we save money, we pay our taxes out of our check, we pay our taxes if we have to in April, and you go on and on and on, and you know how much money you have and you know what lifestyle you can build by that paycheck every two weeks. Do you know that information about your retirement? Do you know how much you're going to bring in in retirement? Do you know how much is going to go out in retirement? These are really important questions, especially as you get toward retirement. If you're, you know, between 55 and 65 years old right now and, and you can see this off on the horizon, it's time to have this meeting. It's time to sit down and put some math with it. Let's figure it out and map this out. We call it the 365 Retirement Plan, and we'll do it for you at no charge. Give us a call at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, 617-440-9365, 617-440-9365. Let's get on a calendar. Let's get a date. Let's, let's put the papers out on the table. Or you can go to 365retirement.com. We'll take a break and come right back, talk more about this market and some of the things people are saying about the next six, nine months, 18 months. That's coming up next on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. We hope you're learning a lot from today's show, but how does it apply to your situation? You can find out with a call to the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365 and on your computer at 365retirement.com. 
Welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with John Conley today from Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. And this show is also the podcast. So if you go online to iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, you'll find this show and all our past shows there as well as we discuss all these different things, 401ks and pensions and Social Security and health care issues, all these different things that we talk about here on the show, things that you want to plan for when it comes to your retirement years. And I don't know what it is, but, you know, as we start to get toward retirement, we start watching the financial news a little bit more. I guess interests in what our 401k is doing and what the market is doing seem to peak. And when you see people like this guy, this is Jamie Dimon, and he is the chairman and chief executive officer of J.P. Morgan Chase. Here's what he says is coming over the next months or so. It's a hurricane Right now, it's kind of sunny. Things are doing fine. Everyone thinks the Fed can handle this. That hurricane is right out there down the road coming our way. We just don't know if it's a minor one or Superstorm Sandy or Andrew or something like that. And you, you, you better brace yourself. Is it a Cat 1, a Cat 2, a Cat 5? Who knows what this is going to be over the next few months? So my parents lived down in Florida for a while, and I know that when hurricane season was happening and they got the warnings, it was board up the windows, sandbag around the place, and get the water and the generators and the flashlights and the batteries and go into protective mode. John, is that what we should be doing right now? Yeah, I think he's extreme to a certain extent. Okay. Um, but you, you shouldn't put your, your head in the sand. Listen, we have rising interest rates. The Fed Reserve is doing a really good job of trying to find what we would call that soft landing. Mm-hmm. And that soft landing is by raising interest rates a half a percent each time they do and they've made a commitment they're going to do it and what happens is they're trying to talk us through this raising interest rates to get to that soft landing they're being very um, transparent so that the markets can make the adjustment to it and then you should be making the adjustments inside your portfolio as well and preparing for the potential soft landing, mm-hmm. right? We don't want to go and prepare for Hurricane Sandy and then a windstorm comes through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just want to be prepared. You want to make sure that you're active and you're you're not being overly passive and your head's in the sand, but you don't want to be extreme either. I think there's too much extremism going on between the media, between you watch a, a TV show, they talk about how bad the markets are, there's a recession coming. Listen, there's 11 million jobs in the United States, okay? Unemployment is fairly low. Consumer spending is still very high. So that doesn't scream to me a recession-type environment. Mm -hmm. But can a recession happen? Yeah, recessions have happened in the past when Fed has raised interest rates. So we just have to be prepared. We don't want to be too extreme like this individual. Well, in 2008, when we had that event take place, there was an underlying problem, the subprime mortgage crisis. There were people who had mortgages that couldn't pay them. They had no way to pay them, and people were going into bankruptcy, and they were losing their homes, and the banks were responsible for this. It was just a bad thing all around. We don't have anything like that right now. The underpinnings of our financial system seem to be okay. Maybe there's overvaluation of stocks and things like that. But what I hear you saying is we're going through a time and we're going through an adjustment, but it doesn't seem like there's an underlying problem here that the dominoes could just go boom, 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 and we have what we had in 2008. 
Yeah, this is a monetary policy, and they're doing it in a calculated effort to make sure that it's not overly extreme, and all of a sudden the markets overreact to it. They're trying to find that soft spot, and you keep hearing that soft landing. is because they're trying to talk us through this and have it react to it as time goes on. One of the things that I'm hearing is, is they're going to raise interest rates for probably into next year. And then they're going to start lowering interest rates again as we start to get through this. And when they lower interest rates, that's good for the economy. So, you know, maybe they're looking at a year to try to get this thing all ironed out. We hope it takes a year or less. In the meantime, we hope we don't get hurt too hard. But at the same time, and you and I have talked about bonds and cash and different places that people can go for safety. I guess it depends really on how close you're to retirement, how close you are to using your money if you're in retirement and using your money. But if you're five years away from retirement, it's a whole different mindset for all these groups, isn't it? It is. And it's making sure that you're prepared. Like I was looking, the Fed Reserve has raised interest rates a half a percent five times historically. Mm -hmm. um, so we've seen this before. And in that time, six months after raising interest rates, we saw bond prices go up 5.9%. Mm -hmm. And then 12 months from raising the interest rates, we saw bond prices go up 13.8%. I don't see the doom and gloom. Right. I really don't. Right. But there are concerns. These are real concerns that people should have about recessions. Do I have enough money to last my lifetime? Is my portfolio set up in a way that it's durable and it can withstand these types of extreme situations that we're in right now where the market's kind of swaying and showing volatility? Make sure you understand where you are today. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm from the Midwest and I'm, I'm more used to tornadoes as far as storms are concerned. And tornadoes come up quick. You don't know where they're coming, and they, I mean, they just materialize, and, and it catches people off guard. A hurricane you can see for about a week before it gets to you, so you've got time to prepare. So in a way, I can say to you, you're seeing this, and we're talking about this every single week, and they're talking about a possible hurricane and, and all these different things on the financial network, so we have time to prepare. So to sit down, and whatever we're in for, John, it, it, it doesn't hurt to sit down and have that meeting and say, if, in fact, this happens, this is how we're going to prepare. If it's not that, this is how we're going to prepare. But we want to prepare for all of it. You try to map out all the what is scenarios, right? Mm -hmm. So when I was in the Marine Corps, we used to have a saying, proper prior planning prevents poor performance, right? Oh, my gosh. Good for you. You did that all right. <laughs> <laughs> so you try to look at it and say, let's try to think of all the what is scenarios and map those out. What can happen? And if this happens, this is how we're going to adjust it. Or if this happens, you just have to understand where you are today. Whether you sit down with us, you pick up the call and call us, or you call someone. But I encourage everyone to pick up the phone and call an advisor and sit down with someone and ask all the questions that they have. We would love for you to give us a call at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners who go to our website and set up that time where we can run those scenarios for you and say, okay, if it's a Cat 1 hurricane, this is what we're going to be ready for. If it's a 2, a 3, a 4, if it's a 5, we're ready for that. We have that built into the plan. That's real planning. That is a 365 retirement plan. 
Give us a call or go to the website. Here's the number, 617-440-9365, 617-440-9365, or the website, 365retirement.com. As you scroll down, a window opens up, says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that. You can even pick a date and a time right there to schedule your meeting. But let's get a date on a calendar so we can talk through this and get you ready for whatever is going to happen over the next year, year and a half. All right, so when people come to you, John, they, they come to you with all different kinds of preparation for retirement. Someone might come to you with a property. They might come to you with a business. They might come to you with a house, and they're going to sell that, and that's going to power their retirement. That is a whole different aspect to planning, and I know you've run into this. How does that change the idea of planning? It's just part of the plan, right? We have individuals that own businesses, small businesses, large businesses, and it's part of their financial plans, part of their net worth, right? It's how they generate income. But we always try to get our understanding is what's the big picture with this? Are we going to sell it? Is it going to be handed down to a child in the, in the company? So just with the recent client we have now, that individual owns a fairly sized business, right? And they're selling it. And we work with their accountant, their CPA, what's the net number that they're going to receive after all the business expenses, after all the taxes, and we build that into the plan. When we, years ago, we'd always said in 2022, you're going to sell the business. This is like the net that you're going to get. This is going to get reinvested back into your capital and your investments. And we map that out, so to say. And that gets adjusted based on the value of the business. So this individual is able to sell the business for a couple of hundred thousand dollars more than what we had projected, right? So that's a win for the plan. Mm -hmm. We planned for something less, more happened. Now they're in an even better position than we projected. Now, on the flip side, if it didn't work out that way, we would adjust the numbers and show them, hey, this is what it looks like. Can you sell the business at that price? Does it hurt you long term or is it OK? So you can go into that selling of the business, that deal, knowing the ramifications to you long term. And some of that has to do with some timing, too. I mean, if you were to try to sell a large home or a piece of property over the last two years, that was great because yeah. the timing was fantastic for you. But if you had a business that you wanted to sell during covid, holy cow, then you got a real problem. So some of this. Is, can it actually delay or hurry up or change their retirement planning according to what the market is going to bear? Yeah. So 2020 was a perfect example. We've had clients that owned restaurants, right? They were mm. hoping to sell a restaurant and they couldn't sell the restaurant. So they had to keep working and keep that restaurant going. But here they are, 2022, they're not selling it this year, but there's thoughts of, hey, I, I kind of want to get out of this. This is a 24-7 type mm -hmm. business. I'm, mm -hmm. It's a young man's game. I'm tired. And that business is actually worth much more today because it showed that it was able to withstand 2020 in such a terrible time that the people who own the business aren't ready to sell it just yet. But that's going to impact their plan. So they had to work a little bit longer because they weren't just going to they weren't going to get enough of the business at that time. Someone was going to basically steal it from them. Well, that might be you or that might not be you. But certainly if it is you, 
that is a part of the plan, and it certainly is something that we're going to sit down and work through in a 365 retirement plan. Give us a call at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners, and let's put all of it down on the table. And whatever is going to power your retirement, let's make it work for you. Let's get some math with your retirement. Let's talk about difficult times like this and build those different scenarios in there so that you're covered, so that you've got a plan with all these different what-ifs, as John would say. Give us a call or go to our website, 617-440-9365, 617-440-9365, or our website, 365retirement.com. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Have a great weekend. For more information, to schedule a consultation or upcoming retirement planning events and radio show times, go to rlwealtheducates.com. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed can be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Conley, Ryan Marston or Sam Lang are licensed in your state. Please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through RNL Insurance Agency. Massachusetts license number 1783398.